Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We're going to open up the uh, River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. I will tell you that uh, tomorrow we are live on location at uh, the Century Casino, the city's north side, and you will have a way to win and you're in for our event tomorrow. Lots of giveaways, lots of prizing going on. Ron McLean and myself will be live tomorrow down at uh, Century Casino uh, Sports Bar in the city's north side. Back to the phone line, 780-496-0063. Curtis on line number one. Curtis, you're on Oilers now. How you doing? Still here? Hey, Bob. Sorry you had to wait so long. Oh, that's all good. Hey, so I don't know if we can just pile on Bouchard for being, um, you said we can't say soft, but his lack of urgency in front of the net. Yes. I'd like to, I'd like to know if you went into the wild dressing room last night, are they got ice packs on their backs? Are they, are they getting beat up in front of the net when you see a guy like Zach Hyman is getting torn up in front of the net, game in and game out? The Oilers need to be tougher, There's and no, it's just not seeing it. Yeah, uh, look, man, I mean, I, we're, we're sensitive with the terminology we use today. The bottom line is the Oilers right now uh, are too easy to play against. I, I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, the first, and, and the problem is you've give, you give up eight goals in the first game of the year in Vancouver. A lot of things went wrong in that game, still gave up eight goals, okay? Then the fourth game of the year, you Played okay against Vancouver, the 4-3 loss at home. Uh, Gave it to Nashville, 6-1. Got a lot of puck bounces in that game. The fourth game was absolutely putrid against the Flyers. Had no energy, no life. Game five, back at home against Winnipeg. Played pretty well. Had good stretches in the course of the game. Lost Connor in the third period. Uh, End up losing an OT frustrating game. But then to see the fall apart yesterday in Winnipeg, when you start that way, 1-4-1 one, and one, in three of the six games that you've played, you've had games like you've had against in Vancouver, in Philadelphia, and then last night in St. Paul, Minnesota. That's why concern gets raised. And part of it is they've got to increase their competitiveness. There's no other way to say it. And to a man, the players know that, but they've got to go ahead and act upon it. You know what I'm saying? Darnell, Darnell Nurse's mean streak go... Same thing with Kane. I mean, he showed up uh, the last couple nights, but, you know, no mean streak from any of the guys that are supposed to be tough. Well, okay. Well, okay, but okay, just hold on a sec here. Kane has fought the last two games. 100%. The owners, I think the owners need to change the dynamic of their bottom six a little bit. If they don't, but Cam Moon says to me all the time, Bob, if they don't bite his pups, they don't bite his dogs. And, uh, um, it, it's funny. I had somebody that played the game for a long, long time. I, I, I go, is it possible guys are more tailor-made to play in the playoffs? We, we think, you, you know, everything gets ramped up in the playoffs and you have to be better and smarter and faster and everything else. And one of the guys said to me, Bob, there's not a lot of fighting in the playoffs. You play some of these teams in the regular season. Philadelphia and Minnesota have tough teams. You know, Philadelphia is rolling out Delorier and Sealer on defense, and they added Hathaway. And then you look at Minnesota, and they got like five guys that fight. And if you've never been in a fight before, do you play the same way against? I, it's an interesting perspective. I don't know if I 100% agree with it, but it's certainly out there. Thanks for the call. 780-496-0063. And you can also text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Hey, where are those uh, cheaters I got here? Um... Shane in Saskatoon says, hey, Bob, did you see that uh, 
Brady Kachuk's automatic one-game suspension for instigating in the last five minutes of the game was overturned. Interesting. This is why the uh, National Hockey League... So why was Nurse... Uh, so why Nurse? Why did his not get rescinded? The NHL is a joke. Well, he was involved with Alex Tuck. Brendan, you want a theory on uh, why the NHL rescinded the one last night with Brady Kachuk, uh, but didn't rescind the one on uh, Darnell Nurse? Want a theory? Sure. If Alex Tuck was still playing for Vegas, uh, they would not have rescinded it. They would have carried it. The National Hockey League admittedly had to come to terms with the reality that they blew a call for Vegas against the San Jose Sharks that gave Joe Pavelski and the the Sharks a five-minute power play in a game seven that allowed San Jose to will their way back in the game, come back, and eventually win in overtime. The league admitted flat out they blew the call. I will maintain to you that there's no way what Alex Petrangelo did and what Darnell Nurse did in the playoffs a year ago uh, in the spring should have been the same. Should have been either a one-game suspension for Petrangelo, no suspension for Nurse, or two games for Petrangelo and one game for Nurse. Alex Tuck used to play for Vegas. He was traded as part of the Jack Eichel deal. So I'm half-joking with you, but it's a valid point, and you're not the only one to see it that way, Shane. There were a lot of people that were texting. Uh, again, uh, text us at 780-496-0063. Um, wow. Hey, Bob, uh, this text comes in. I sadly believe Jay Woodcroft was an amazing coach who has lost the plot. The earning its storyline is completely made up. Going into game six, Holloway had three takeaways, four block shots, most of any forward, uh, 13 hits, second to Kane, and nine shots on goal. Matthias Janmark had one takeaway, one block, one hit, three shots, and two minors in the previous game. Ernie had two shots, zero takeaways, zero blocks, eight hits. We all know which two, uh, two players got top-line time. Lavoie, the texter goes on to say, uh, he's going with the line blender. That's his text uh, nickname. Uh, Lavoie had two goals and drew three penalties as they tried to turn him into chase on, and he got zero shifts on the power play and is nowhere to be seen. I've referred to, in theory, hockey's a meritocracy. Oilers tried to get Lavoie down early. Well, uh, get him down. Uh, At some point, Holloway's got to get a look in the top six. And unfortunately, when you're a coach... You can, now, you can make the argument Matthias Janmark is playing with Dreisaitl and Kane to be the defensive forward on that line. You can make that argument. I think many of you would like to see Dylan Holloway get a chance on the top six to exploit the speed that he has. Um, i got to tell you, I, I, I think Holloway and McLeod got to be and, – and McLeod hasn't done much. This is the other thing, Brendan. Think about it here. At call missed all training camp. McLeod didn't play any preseason games. Those guys are just getting up and running. Connor Brown didn't play the final 78 games last season after tearing his ACL. And then Evander Kane's trying to come back from, you know, now, and people say, well, what are you talking about? He came back last year. It's still something to come back in terms of the twitch and the, the fine touch around the stick. And I, I, I love the fact that Evander's tried to be more physical. 
I'm not making excuses for these guys, but I, I do think it's factored in a level of their play. What do you think? For sure, and perhaps more so for Ekholm than the others. And the reason that I say that is because the others were in town uh, two weeks before training camp started, and we made a lot about that when yeah. that was the case. And it frankly doesn't look like that happened at all. You could have told me that they showed up two hours before training camp, and I would have expected this result. Yeah, let's go to uh, Sonny. He's going to join us on line number one seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three as we reengage the. River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Hello, Sonny. How are you? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. What do you got? Good. I like. I don't want to press the panic button, but if this is the results with them only getting a couple of goals in the last like five games compared to, I believe, the one before in Nashville, but it's kind of horrendous to be honest that they're using this new defensive uh, system compared to the one they used uh, last year. Like we can see the end result. I just wanna, I just wanna know why, and you probably know this because you're the insider. Why, why is Dustin Schwartz still, you know, has a job with the Oilers? If he's been there since 2014, and his two greatest results have been uh, Carter Hart and Stuart Skinner. Why Why have been so many coaches and GMs passed, but he's still consistent? All right. Well, what I would say to you if Dustin is uh, that he, the coach, Todd McClellan, uh, was a big fan of Dustin's. Jay Woodcroft worked on that staff of Todd McClellan. Dave Tippett liked Dustin Schwartz. I can only go to the, I can only go to the actual guys that are in the position to make the decision on who the goalie coach is going to be. Now, that said... Here we are again at the start of the year, and the Edmonton Oilers are 31st in the league in save percentage. Now, there's, Bob, it's there's, not, there's it's, only... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yep, you're floor. All, all I'm going to say is, since I've been saying for the last couple of years, there's only two guys that can save this organization for the defense and uh, goalie. That's Sean Burke, who Vegas picked up two years ago. Yes, the goalie and, whisperer. And who made, who made Aiden Hill, Logan Thompson... Uh, Robin Leonard, they perfected their game, and he did that for Brzezgalov back in, in Phoenix and Dubnik before he won Vesna yes. with Minnesota. Yep. And and John, I believe it's John Stevens, who was also picked up by Vegas, who fixed LA Kings uh, goals against and Dallas's goals against defensive system. All right, thanks, Sonny. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We talked about when Sean Burke was hired by the Vegas Golden Knights, how astute of a hire that is. Uh, he accepted the role of focusing in on goaltending. We are going to go to Chris on uh, line number two. Chris, how are you? Doing well, Bob. How are you? Good. Well, you know, I, I kind of look at the the start here. Yep. I'm. Am I hitting the panic button? No. Doesn't mean I'm not frustrated with how it's gone, and I can probably speak for a lot of people. And you know what? It's uh, you know it's interesting because uh, there's been all the talk about defensive systems and like what's new, learning new stuff, learning new things. But you know what? And I'm not going to take this line because uh, actually Louis DeBrus said this earlier today, or listening to him do an interview about it. Doesn't matter what system you play. Like you know, when you're leaving guys in the front of the net yeah. unmanned, and it doesn't matter what system you play. You just got to execute it properly, I, I think, and or is the big thing. Like, whether it's man's man uh, zone, it, it doesn't matter. It's like if you're not, if you're just going to leave the guys wide open and kind of leave your goalies hanging there, it doesn't matter what you, what systems you go or what changes you make. You got to execute it, is the biggest thing. Well, they lost too many puck battles again through two periods last night, 70%. Chris, thank you for the call. 780 496 0063. Let's go to Todd on line number three. Hello, Todd. How are you? 
Good, thanks. Great show. Love it. Listen to it every day. Uh, just got a quick question. Do we need a gel guy? I'm not saying, like, I'm saying a Kelly Buckberger type or... Um, Matt Henricks. Uh, Matt Hendricks. There's another good name. Yeah, I'm saying that we're missing something okay, so like that. Okay, so there's something interesting in players like that. Okay, what were both Kelly Buckberger and Matt Hendricks willing to do, despite the fact that they weren't huge guys relative to when they played? Drop the gloves. Not scared to fight for your team. Yep. I'm. I grew up playing that kind of hockey. I know, There's and it's a. It's like I. I <laughs> I probably talked to 40 guys, like we got in late, okay? And between, now, you know, a year ago, I would be getting ready for a show at noon to two, knowing what was coming. And it's a little bit different when it's five to seven. But I talked to a lot of guys today, and I said, do you think the players of today get affected the same way the guys did 25, 30 years ago? Everything's in, or are they better at checking it out because they're on their phones and they have the immediacy and the, you know, do they do they move along quick? But the one thing we know for sure, players are different, right? Like, oh yeah, totally. Like in the late 1980s, in the mid 1980s, on a WHL team, 16 out of 18 guys on the team would fight willingly. Right. Today, yeah, totally. today, most WHL teams have two. The Quebec League, you're not allowed to fight. They had eight kids drafted in the NHL draft last year, right? There's, yeah. there's very. And it does take courage. Like that's why I'm going to circle back to Kane. I know a lot of people read into situations with Kane. I think Kane's been pretty good as an Oiler, and he's gone through a horrific injury. I couldn't believe he took the fight last year with Kachuk. Well, he he was struggling this year. He knew he was struggling, and he got physical to do it. And I love that he stepped up and fought for one of his teammates. But to answer your question in a long-winded fashion, hundred percent, they could use a fourth-line winger that is a different type of player than Yanmark or Derek Ryan. All day, I would agree yeah. with you on that. Uh, even, like, some size. I'm not saying, I mean, we can skate like nobody's business. That's not our problem. We can skate with anybody. We can score with anybody. We're just missing that. I, I, I got news I, for you. I, I'm a little surprised at how the Oilers have skated through the first six games because there's been a couple games where they've looked like the slower team. So you yeah, say they can, uh, yeah. you know, all right, you look at Minnesota, like Billy Garen's the GM of the Minnesota Wild. He's coming into town for the event tomorrow of Doug Waite, uh, you know, for the Oilers uh, Hall of Fame night, which is going to be an awesome thing to be a part of. He has Connor Dewar on his fourth line. He's a center who did not fight a ton in junior, but knew if yeah. he wanted to make it to the National Hockey League, he had to be prepared to drop the flippers. Brandon Duhame, the guy that ended up fighting Kane, that guy runs around every game. He had 122 penalty minutes the year before. They bring in Maroon basically to replace Ryan Reeves. Like they, They've got Marcus Foligno, who's the guy that fights Ryan Reeves whenever the, he plays against uh, Ryan. Like, like they got Hartman is not a timid player. Eric Sinek, who the Oilers liked back in the 2015 draft. Like They got a lot of forwards that are in-your-face type of players. I don't know if Edmonton's got that type of team. That's what I'd say. Yeah, okay, that's a good way of putting it. You bet. All right, thanks, show, thank you very much. Uh, 5.50 in Edmonton, Brennan Escott. Scott, NHL today coming up for elite promotional marketing at this time. Brennan, should we do it right here, right now? Yeah, we're going to do it. Let's go for it. Do you want to uh, read the liner for our event tomorrow at uh, Century Casino Sports Bar? Let's do it.
<laughs> okay. Why are you making me do this? Win a VIP table to watch Ron McLean and Bob Stoffords live broadcast tomorrow night. Plus, watch all of the action of that night's uh, Oilers game. Uh, that's tomorrow night. That's the Rangers game on the big screen. And you're watching from the best seats in the house. It's a VIP table that includes a giant appetizer platter with some bevies that warms you up. $25 for slot play. $25 more for table play at Century Casino. You get $450 GC to Century Casino, a swag bag, some tickets to Yuck Yuck's Comedy. We're sending you with a whole package if you know the answer to this next trivia question. All right, this is a reasonably difficult question, and it's tied to the New York Rangers and also the Edmonton Oilers. Can you name, and you got a text in to win, 780-496-0063, for a table at tomorrow's live event with Rob McLean and myself at uh, Century Casino Sports Lounge. Can you name the prominent Indigenous player that uh, spent 12 seasons with the New York Rangers was a top four defenseman with them. Uh, he is uh, out of Big River, Saskatchewan, who finished his pro career playing for the Edmonton Oilers in 1978-79. Can you name the prominent Indigenous player, one of the best Indigenous players in NHL history, spent 12 years with the Rangers, a legit hard-nosed tough top four defenseman that finished up with the Edmonton Oilers the last year in the WHA in 1978-79. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. When we come back, we'll get to the Oilers now. Injury report for James H. Brown and uh, NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers Now. Tell you, Cactus Jack is bringing it at 555. He texts me on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. He says, Bob, that was an easy question. You, Bob, are getting soft. <laughs> All right. Uh, we go into NHL today. It is presented by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Drew Shamahorn and the staff at Elite. They'll take care of you. Here's Brendan. See, I'm not used to yet having to update the scoreboard live. There's one game going on after 32 of them last night. It's between the uh, the Capitals and New Jersey, so I, I'm not sure we care that much anyway. NHL has voted to decentralize the draft, however, so that means that the players will attend, but the teams, instead of having everyone on the draft floor will all operate out of the home base. So if you're a fan of the NFL, that's how it works there. It's just going to be a bit of a tweak for the hockey traditionalists. Hurricanes defenseman Brett Pesci had surgery to fix a lower body injury. He's out two to four weeks. Habs defenseman David Savard out six to eight weeks with a broken finger that he suffered blocking a shot on, frankly, one of the most savage shifts in recent memory. The guy's an animal, but he's uh, paying the price because of it. 24-year-old defenseman Ian Mitchell has been waived by Boston. St. Albert product was the 57th overall pick in 2017 by Chicago. Was part of that trade that sent Taylor Hall to the Blackhawks this offseason. Bakersfield secured a 5-1 win over Henderson at home last night. Two-point nights for Sam Gagne, Xavier Borgo, Raph Lavoie with a couple of power play goals there as well, while Olivier Rodrigue picked up the win in net. Oil Kings playing Medicine Hat on Friday and the Golden Bears on the bye this week, but get the uh, Saskatchewan Huskies on November 3rd and 4th here in town. Yes, Alberta has moved up to number three in the country. Joel Saksmith, son of Edmonton sportscaster John Saksmith, game-winning goal in overtime. 
on uh, Friday. Guess who left uh, the game with uh, five minutes left and the Bears down 5-3 on Friday night? Guess which uh, dum-dum did that? There was two of us there on the station. Both myself and Reed left. The Bears kept on getting penalties. It was 5-3. Then they got, All their goals came from like defense. They got all these uh, goals from D-Man in that game. They ended up forcing overtime. Sexman scored in overtime on, uh, what day was it? Yeah, on Friday. And then he had a goal and assist. And the Bears hammered Saskatchewan. Alberta's now number three ranked. There you go. Okay, uh, Oilers Now Injury Report is presented by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Connor McDavid currently not available for the Edmonton Oilers upper body issue. There you have it. Anthony Mantha has the lone goal, by the way. Probably going to get traded this year by Washington. And, Brendan, we went to uh, trivia for an opportunity to uh, have a, uh, a four-top at our event tomorrow with Ron McLean and myself at Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge, loaded up with uh, GCs. The question again, name uh, the Indigenous player that spent 12 seasons with the New York Rangers in the uh, uh, 19, most mostly in the 1970s, 60s and 70s, and then finished up with the Edmonton Oilers in 78-79. The correct answer was? Jim Nielsen and Justin was the first one to get that today. Nicely done, Justin. We will head off uh, to a global news weather traffic update. Kellen, uh, turn your mic on. Are we going to uh, Mr. Dias? We are. Okay, Thomas Dias up next with a global news weather traffic update. When we come back, Elliot Freeman from NHL Hockey on Rogers.